Welcome to the new Wayne Tomorrow podcast, where we explore the creation, development, and work of this county commissioner-sponsored, community-based collaboration. I'm your host, Mickey Usups. Wayne Tomorrow engages our community in a powerful network of people, all pulling together toward a shared vision of prosperity and opportunity for everyone. A key part of that vision is closing the digital divide. And the first step toward doing that is fast, reliable, and affordable broadband and cell phone services. Wayne County recently hired a broadband specialist to help improve service and to position us to better use state and federal money earmarked for broadband improvements in rural communities. The commissioners hired Mr. Kelly Lewis, thanks to a generous donation from the William H. Chatlow's Charitable Gift Fund through the Wayne County Community Foundation. We'll spend the next half hour talking with Kelly Lewis about Accelerate Wayne, the gigabit and dead cell zone project, which began this week with two surveys, one for employers and one for households. The surveys have been designed to elicit the most accurate picture of what Wayne County has available now as baseline data. So the more surveys completed, the more accurate the data. You'll find them online at both waynecountypa.gov and waynetomorrow.com, and everyone with an internet connection should be filling them out. Hello, Kelly Lewis, and welcome to the Wayne Tomorrow podcast. Hello, it's great to be here. We're so glad to have you. Let's start off by getting to know you a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit about your background? Sure thing. I was born uh, right below Wayne County in Monroe County in East Stroudsburg, attended school there, and... Some may remember I was a state representative there in the early 2000s and was state representative in, in Monroe and Pike County. I started the Monroe County Broadband Task Force, and we were involved really since 2001, January 2001, in trying to get better broadband and better cell service in Monroe and Pike County. Uh, we put tons of towers up in those two counties, improved service. It's never perfect. Everyone knows the technology keeps improving, but Monroe County's, you've been working at it for 20 years now. And I'm so pleased to be working with Wayne. So many friends of mine live and work in Wayne County. So this is really a, a long time prospect that we're really so happy to be to working together with the county commissioners and the Wayne County Broadband Group to, to look at all the options we have and see what strategies we could put together to make some really remarkable improvements in Wayne County for broadband and cell service. Why don't you tell us about the Wayne County project? Most importantly, these surveys. I know the first of your objective is to immediately conduct a countywide survey of broadband, cell service, and costs. Can you tell us about that, what, how, what's been launched and where we are right now? We've been doing these broadband projects for 20 years. And my partner, Kevin Delicker and I have done them all over Pennsylvania in New Jersey and Maryland. And we always start the same way. We wanna do a cost survey. So we, so we know the baseline of what most people are paying in the county. It's pretty straightforward, it's very common sense. So we have an employer survey out in the street. We wanna know what all the businesses in Wayne County are paying and what they're buying. And are they able to buy a gigabit connection? Is it affordable? And what, what kind of service is available for employers? And then if, if costs went down and gigabits were affordable, would you get a gigabit connection? So that's the employer survey and that's due February 7th. And at the same time, cell service is so important. 93% of 911 calls come from cell phones right now. So if you're in an emergency situation or you're, you're out in your back lawn or whatever, you wanna be able to instantly put, pick up your cell phone and call 
you know, emergency services, first responders. And if you don't have cell service, it's a huge public safety risk. So the household survey is focused on what do you pay at your house? Do you have broadband at your house? Is it available? Is it affordable? And then we also ask the citizens to identify any dead cell zone areas that they know by their house, on their way to work, other ones they know of. And in most areas in Pennsylvania, everyone knows, hey, I'm coming up on this area where my cell phone service is going to drop. I'll call you back in five minutes. That's yeah. what we're trying to identify. And then that's what we're trying to fix. So I guess my next question, I, I know we have the two online surveys. We have uh, one for the employers and one for the households. What about folks who don't have internet connections? I mean, that's, that's kind of the, the problem that we're trying to tackle here. Um, are there paper copies available or, or is there somewhere where they could go to get them? There are, and we can also do uh, phone interviews. We're getting out a postcard here this week that we'll, we'll mail out to some all the mailing addresses that we've been able to find. And, and anyone can call and complete the survey by phone call as well. We'll also be sending out emails with the questionnaire on it so that people can print it out and give it to their neighbors if they don't have cell service. So let's dig into what we're going to do with some of that information. And I'd like to, to kind of structure this along the lines of the eight different objectives and goals that are set for the Gigabit Project, which is called Accelerate Wayne, by the way. If you go to Wayne tomorrow and look under Community Partners, you'll find the Broadband Internet Service. And that's where you'll find all the details about this project. You will also, on the main page, you'll find the two surveys. So you, everybody can take advantage of that. Let's move into the next one. Develop and implement solutions to increase broadband availability to underserved locations. That's a big one. Yes, it is. So just for, for the audience to understand, we're doing the cost survey. We're doing the, the employer survey and the household survey. The employer survey is due February 7th. And the household one is due February 14th because on February 17th, we're coming forward with an employer RFP and then a dead cell zone RFP. With employers, it's all voluntary. There's no cost, there's no obligation, but we're giving employers an opportunity to get proposals from the broadband industry. And we're gonna get, you know, reach out to the industry, show them this RFP and let them come back to us with proposals. Same thing with the cell, the cell tower industry. We're gonna give them a list of the dead cell zones in Wayne County and say, come back with your best proposals. Let us know how you can fix this problem. Okay, also so in the RFP, there's gonna be some exhibits that show here's the areas in the county that don't have broadband service, where broadband avail availability is a major problem. So we're not just trying to you know, improve the people that already have broadband. We're identifying these areas in Wayne County that have little or no broadband. It's so important for education. As we've gone through COVID and students don't have broadband in their house, we have to fix this. And that's what we're trying to do with this project. I just wanna clarify for folks that aren't familiar, an RFP is a request for proposals. So essentially, Kelly, what you're gonna be doing is taking all the data that you collect from the countywide survey of broadband and cell phone servicing costs and breaking that down into an, uh, a, a document that a internet service provider or a cellular phone tower company could take and respond to. So we're not just gathering the data for data's sake. We're using the data to go to the people who are 
in the long run responsible for our internet and our cell phone service and presenting them with the gaps and the lack of and asking them to tell us what they think they can do to help. Correct. Maybe brazenly simple, but we identify the problem. Then we put the problem into an RFP, a request for a proposal, like a bid. And it's a public bid. It includes all these different employers and Honesdale and Holly and everywhere in between. And they get a chance to get a proposal back. So, so many times in broadband projects, it's the woulda, coulda, shoulda. Instead of like coming back with a solution for every employer that participates in the program. They'll see firsthand maybe one, maybe two, maybe three or four proposals that they can say, this is good. I'm very interested in this and I'm willing to, to get more information and possibly negotiate a, a new contract for them. Even if they're in their first year of a new contract, you know, they can participate in this RFP to see what, what's in it for them. We personalize it for every employer. Oh. That's fantastic. So then on the cell tower side, it's so capped and obvious. First, you have to identify where the dead cell zones are. And say there's 12 big ones in Wayne County. We're going to put them into the RFP and share them with the industry and say, hey, we have a problem here. There's 12 places without cell service. And you know, you're on TV telling everybody how there's service everywhere. Well, here's 12 dead cell zones. Come back to us with your best proposals. And, and then in those proposals, they have to have carriers on those towers. Got it. We're not interested in a tower being built. We're interested in a tower being built and having cell service. You know, we want the big three on those towers. And we'll also tailor make this, this RFP, both the employer and the cell tower, just for Wayne County. We're gonna personalize it with the information we get back from all these surveys. That's fantastic. Like you said, it seems so Captain Obvious, but in an era where we're constantly bombarded with commercials saying, we've got you covered, it'll be nice to to hold the the companies accountable for the service they actually provide, or in many cases, don't provide. Yep. It's very frustrating for people when they see these big commercials, you know, on the NFL games, the football games or whichever, and they don't even have service at their house or they don't have service on their way to work. And they don't want 5G, they just want 1G. Absolutely. We want any G. So I know that's frustrating. I know from driving from Monroe to Wayne County, there's three or four dead cell zones on each of the thoroughfares to get into the county. Yep. I can pretty so, much tell you where they are. <laughs> exactly. So you know, now I'm, I'm learning them as I drive up to Honesdale for the meetings. I'm like, okay, here's where it's at on 447. Here's yep. where it's at on 191. And everybody in Wayne County and Northern Monroe is shaking their head in total agreement because they know. They live it every day. So let's move on now to the next uh, objective or goal, which is to develop or implement solutions to reduce employer and household broadband millibytes per second costs by 50%. So this is about bringing down the cost that you pay for internet. Absolutely. And in all of our projects that we've done here the last 19 and a half years, we've always been very good at lowering costs. And one of the reasons why is people get locked, or employers get locked into three-year contracts. And sometimes the price of broadband just really goes down quickly and increases quickly. So we wanna get the best available pricing that we can get inside these RFPs. And Wayne County does have ISPs, internet service providers 
that are really doing the best they can do. You know, it's a very rural area. Everyone on the call can acknowledge and shake their head. Wayne County is not the easiest county for broadband. It's not next to a gigantic city, et cetera. It's got some, a lot of state game lands. It's got a river and, you know, a state border up in the Delaware that broadband, you know, for because everything evolved from the Bell Telephone era, state by state, broadband doesn't jump rivers and state borders. So it makes Wayne County, you know, somewhat challenging. But that's the opportunity here with this project. Let's get everybody involved in it. And let's go out to the industry with the problem identified and ask them, come back to us with your best proposals. Because right now, I mean, my understanding is that if you really need the broadband, the, you know, the significant bandwidth to operate your company, you have to pay an exorbitant amount of money. Oftentimes that's the case, especially in rural areas. Uh, everyone get, has to pay a little bit more because you're on the end of the line. Yeah. So what we're trying to do is, is put this purchasing power together. Like never before has a, a company, a provider like Blue Ridge Cable or the ISPs in the county, never before have so many op contract opportunities been in one bid. Right. You know, if we're really successful with the RFP process, we could have the school districts, the county government, the hospitals, the banks, the large employers, in this RFP. Right. So it makes it very attractive for the broadband industry to bid on it. Sure. The incumbents want to protect their existing clients. They don't want to lose them. So they'll come back with a stronger proposal. And maybe a few new companies come and say, wow, I didn't realize I could go into Wayne County and win all this business to pay for capital improvements. Right, exactly. And that's something Again, that we haven't seen a lot of. It's all very Captain Obvious. We've been doing this for a long time and we try and keep it simple, but that's how business decisions are made. Sure. Like we're not making it up. You know, we, we, the bigger the opportunity is the stronger chance Wayne County has is to get some capital expenditure. So let's move on then to number four, which is develop and implement solutions to increase availability of gigabit connectivity to Homestale, Holly and across Wayne County. Let's unpack that a little bit and start with what is gigabit connectivity? So the, the largest organizations in America buy gigabit connections or more. And that you know requires a, a large investment by the providers to provide that level of service. You know, maybe some people on the on the podcast remember when people talked about T1 lines, then there were T3 lines, and then there was bundled T3 lines, et cetera. Then people started talking about fiber, you know, with 10 meg, 100 meg, and now one gig. And that's where the industry is right now. And what in our projects, what we're trying to do is identify how many gigabit buyers are there in the county right now? Is the county, is the hospital, are the large employers, is any of them buying a gigabit connection? If yes, what are they paying for it? And then number two, how can we get more employers in Wayne County to buy a gigabit connection. Because the more organizations that buy a gigabit, you know, the more fiber connections in the county, it helps everyone else. Because the, when the providers come in and bring the, the big fiber pipes in, they're lighting up all this, you know, gigabit connections, 
they're going to want to cross sell, cross market it to get more 10 meg and 100 meg connections. Sure. So then the CPA firm wins because now their 10 their 10 meg connection is more affordable. Sure. And the uh, doctor's office you know, that wants to see electronic medical records from Way Memorial, you know, now the doctor's residences you know have a chance to get lower costs. And sure. that's where the world is: telemedicine, teleradiology. Do we want to open up these opportunities to Wayne County residents? And these speeds that we're talking about, um, you know, I mean, you know, when we talk about a gigabit, that's a, a significant speed. Um, but, you know, even for families, you know, I know there are children in our community who spend longer downloading their homework than doing it. This, this is a direct answer to that, isn't it? So all of this on fiber, it all goes at the speed of light. Like no, nothing here is changing physics. It's all the speed of light. But what broadband is, is the technology on each side of that situation. And that's the, the technology that turns on the gigabit connection. And that's the expense. It's just the, the equipment on each end, lighting up that fiber, the speed of light, lighting it up. So what we're trying to do is get more of these gigabit connections on each side so there's a bigger capital expenditure inside the county. I'd love it if the school district, I know the school districts already have gigabit connections and really have some strong IT leaders at the school district. So we're real excited yeah. to work with them. And then the county and the banks and the hospital. You know, these yeah. are usually in most counties, these are the big broadband buyers. We wanna get it so that the gigabit connection is affordable for them. That gets more investment into this equipment that helps it for everybody else. So now we talked a little bit about identifying dead cell zones and no cell phone service and develop, developing and implementing solutions to eliminate them. Now, I, we talked about the RFP and putting that out to the industry. How does this though, how does this relate to you and your company, um, Lewis Strategic? Yep, we're fiercely independent and we've been fiercely independent since the time we started this project. And we, we have no relationship with any providers or tower companies, um, other than the fact we're trying to get as many of them as possible to work with us. Um, so, but that, that keeps our, our self-interest alignment, you know, the right way. Right. And my goal, my goal is to hit home runs with these projects. Like I love doing this. I know how frustrating it is for me. I don't have cell service at my lake. I'm still working in Monroe County to try and get cell service coverage here. I only have one or two bars. Yeah. So this, this is a universal challenge all over the world, all over the country, all over Pennsylvania on eliminating these dead cell zones. So the, the tower industry, you know, it's all economics. You know, the rural areas just don't have as many people driving by the towers as, as you know, suburban Philadelphia. Right. So what we need to do is by putting these together in aggregated projects, you know, 10 towers at once, it's so much easier for the industry to do that, to bid on that versus onesies and twosies. Right. And, you know, with 5G on the, you know, the edge, you know, just in the past couple of weeks, they've been talking about the 5G cities, looks like 60 or so. And surprisingly, Scranton and Philadelphia are the 5G cities right now in Pennsylvania. 
So really, Honesdale and Holly aren't too far from a 5G city. Um, I imagine Scranton's 5G for the relationship with President Biden, and that's great. And now we got to figure out the how to get that, that technology you know, on 6 East. One of the objectives of the Accelerate Wayne project is to help more organizations offer Wi-Fi hotspots, hotspots where cell coverage is weak or obstructed. So can you tell us about what that part of the project would be about? I really love this part of the project because Wayne County is so ahead of other counties in Pennsylvania. You all have been working together. And, and I just applaud you for that. It's so nice to come into the meetings and everyone's so excited to, to take this to the next level. And this community Wi-Fi and, and restaurant Wi-Fi and hotel Wi-Fi, this, this is where some some of the great things are happening in the country and you know where 5G is going to play a role. If we can grow the Wi-Fi hotspots, it's another way to help residents get broadband. Yeah. And you know, we see this all over all over the state, but also all over the country. School districts have great broadband. And so many families don't have good broadband at their house that they often drive to the school district parking lot so that their children can upload homework or download assignments, do the work, and then upload it and go home. Yep. We need to expand that. Like it's, it's just not fair, you know, compared to the, the areas that have affordable broadband. So maybe we can get some of these parking lot Wi-Fi situations pushed out in the neighborhoods, uh, pushed out to libraries, pushed out to other areas so that you know, if there are families that don't have good broadband at their house, which we're hoping to fix with this project, but, you know, in the interim, there's some community Wi-Fi spots near their house so they don't have to drive over to the school. I think it's really, you know, great that you guys have been working on this already. You've identified many problems already, and we're putting the solutions that you could in place. And now what we hope to do is come in and identify these problems and then grow, grow even more opportunities. Right. To, to help residents get broadband. And there will always that, be some residents that you know don't want to pay for a broadband connection, but they you know occasionally need it so they can come into the libraries. Libraries are really a great resource, but I really you know been passionate about library broadband for, for 20 years. I've worked with the Pennsylvania Library Association and, and, and libraries in every single one of our projects, YMCAs all the community groups that we can, all the churches that we can work with. Yeah, I hope we get you know as many churches as possible into the project. You know, they, Wayne County has so many nice churches spread out across the county and they're perfect spots for community Wi-Fi. And they're often already um, hubs of community activity. Absolutely. In many locations, so. And, and that I think kind of brings us right to the next one, which is um, develop and implement solutions to position the county for 5G wireless investment. That is just a loaded gun there, isn't it? You know, Wayne County is going to get 5G. It's just a question of when. And we say this in all of our projects. Like, this isn't rocket science. Like, technology is going to keep improving. And 5G and then 6G, they're all going to get rolled out. But what we're trying to do with our project is accelerate it to get it to Wayne County before, you know, they would otherwise. It's kind of interesting, but Bucks County, Doylestown, got the first Fios investment from Verizon. I don't know why Doylestown is always first on their list, but it's a very wealthy area. 
it's in Bucks County, you know, mm -hmm. et cetera. But, you know, Wayne County and Monroe County and Carbon County, we're not in the top of those lists all the time for these national investments. So what we need to do is sharpen our pencil, get strategic, identify these problems and put together solutions to, to accelerate us on these lists. And, and figuring out the best places for it to land and, and make sure everybody's fine with it. I know some people in the community have some concerns and you know we, we address them as best we can and, and try and share the science and also where this is going. I mean, this is, 5G is gonna happen. You know? and we're, either, we're either going to have it and be able to take advantage of it or we're going to be left behind. And the other thing is the 5G towers you know, they aren't as expensive to put up as the old towers. That's good. I mean, the cost of these towers is coming down. You know, the public is now more accepting of towers than they were 20 years ago when nobody wanted a tower in their backyard. <laughs> now some people have understand, well, I'll, I'll take, I'll take the $12,000 rental fee a year. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, uh, I know down in Monroe County, we have probably 40 or 50 uh, landowners that want a tower on their property and we'll do the same thing in Wayne mm -hmm. and we'll start to talk about that you know maybe in a week but we want homeowners to come forward and say you know if they would like to have a tower on their property and we want to know the longitude and latitude of those properties because again we're going to share that with the tower companies to say here here's a ready and willing participant you know for this dead cell zone same okay. thing with volunteer fire companies same thing with the county properties. State the state has some towers that might facilitate this. The county has some assets, and it's volunteer fire company. My home run is when we can get, you know, an extension on a volunteer fire company and get them some additional revenue. Yeah, because that's that's a boatload of hoagie sales, you know. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And you know that helps the volunteer fire companies. It improves their service and also gets co-location. Co-location is when you have more than one carrier, multiple users on that tower. And then the last thing I've got here is develop and implement a solution, solution strategies to position more densely populated areas for gigabit city status. Now we talked about Scranton being a 5G city. That's different from a gigabit city, isn't it? But a gigabit city is where you get one gig of residential service or even employer service, business service, but one gig up and down. It's called synchronous service. You get a one gig up and one gig down, and then you pay $1,000 a year or less. So this is a big deal. Yeah. Right now, I think Chattanooga, Tennessee, which decided you know, maybe 10 years ago that they were going to really invest in broadband. But I think Chattanooga right now is a 10 gigabit city. You get 10 gigabit up and down for $1,000 or less. And that's where the kind of the national standard is. But you know, Fios and, and other, other companies, Verizon, have gigabit cities around the country. They're really big in North Carolina, in Texas, Louisiana, um, Pennsylvania. We aren't doing well. I think we have about four or five gigabit cities. I'm surprised we even have that many, to be honest. Well, we do have some local ISPs that have decided they're going to give their customers that opportunity. Oh, wow. And, you know, there's a couple ISPs out, outside of Pittsburgh, and kudos to them. You know, they're on the cutting edge. And uh, 
and we're really pleased here. I know, I know, uh, Blue Ridge Cable made an announcement in the fall that they're going to drop fiber into their their network over the next several years, and we're really help, helpful that they decide to come into Wayne County. Yeah. And right now, there's coaxial cable, which ha does have some technology limitations, but um, Blue Ridge Cable has been a strong provider for so many years. I'm really hopeful they come in with their fiber investments because that's what enables you know, the, the one gig synchronous service, one gig up and down. Right. And for many residents, you know, 10 gig up and down or 100 meg up and down is going to be more than more than they'd ever need. It makes videos. What it does, it makes the upload speed get so fast. Right. Right now on a broadband coaxial, the, down, the download speed for coaxial is pretty good. You know, Blue Ridge does have one gig download speeds available. What coaxial technology is you know, challenging is the upload speed. Right. And that's when you're filling out got a form on your computer and you push submit and it takes forever for it to, to load. Yeah. That's what this synchronous service fixes. So we're excited for that and kudos to Blue Ridge Cable. They've invested in, in some of these ISPs in Wayne County, all of them. They've made major investments over the years and, and they all know the same thing I'm gonna say is the technology is rapidly speeding up. So the investment needs to match that. And right. that's what the project is designed for is to help speed along to accelerate that investment. Accelerate Wayne. The name of the project. Absolutely. So let's just take a couple minutes here and just let people know how they can help out right now. So the big thing is to fill out the survey, the employer survey, and also the household survey. And if you've done it, you know, thank you so much. The big thing is, can you share it? Can you share it with your neighbors? Can you share it with your colleagues? Right, right now, we'd like to get 100 employers to do the survey, and we're right around 30. So we're 30% to our goal, and we have till February 7th to hit home runs. So please uh, be channel partners, share this with all the employers that you know, and say, hey, did you fill out the, the broadband survey? And I'm confident we can get 100 employers in Wayne County to do this. And then we're going to come back and ask them to participate in the employer RFP. Excellent. And they can find, you know, we've... We've got this on Facebook pages all over Wayne County. The county website and the, the Wayne Tomorrow website have it right on their websites. We'll be sending out a lot of emails from my team. I know my team, my project manager is on the call here, Sierra McDermott, and uh, her, her mother grew up in Waymart. And they, they're up, she's up in, in Wayne County many times over the summer months at, at, at the lake. So Sierra's got a personal interest in this pro in this project, and so she's excited, and she's a great contact for this project. And then households, our goal is two thousand households would be a great home run. I think we're up to three hundred some right now. It's not a bad start. No, it's a great start. We always come out of the projects out of the gate pretty fast and furious. By design, we don't take six months to work on this. We're moving real quickly. We want to get the county great results as quickly as possible. And that's really been the impetus behind that, behind the hot you're hiring by the county 
is that there's a lot of money being earmarked for rural broadband. Um, the county has access to $9 million of, dollars of its own money, plus millions that are also already gone to the municipalities. The, the key is we, we want to be ready now. When it, basically, strike while the iron's hot. And that's why bringing you on board was so important, Kelly. I can't say this enough. Wayne County, you've been organized on broadband for a long time, and you recognize and see the, the, you know, the, the T reading here. When the federal government puts $65 billion aside for broadband infrastructure, everybody and their brother is going to be coming after this money. And the, the, you know, it looks like sometime in the late spring, maybe May, June, some of the, the regulations for this money will be promulgated. So kudos to Wayne County for getting out in front and doing this project now. So you'll be you'll have shovel-ready projects as early as April. Fantastic. And you'll have proposals back from, from the tower companies by April. And by doing so, you'll be ready to receive these monies. You won't be hustling and, and waiting in line. Because Absolutely. when the federal government does these projects, eventually there's just not enough broadband engineers on the planet to do the projects anymore. Absolutely. And to build the towers. Like there's only so much capacity that the tower industry can reach. And we're in this, everybody knows we're in this, you know, employee, you know, worker challenge now. There's just not enough workers in the planet to, you know, facing that, how is the broadband industry gonna go out and hire thousands of people to build these towers? So capacity is gonna be somewhat limited. Wayne County's being very smart on moving quickly. And you know, my goal is to get Wayne County positioned as soon as possible for, for any dollars that are available. Well, thank you so much, Kelly Lewis, for your time and your expertise. I'm sure we'll have you back several more times before your work here in Wayne County is done. Well, thanks so much. And Sierra, thanks so much for jumping on the call. Uh, we get, Our team's excited and we look forward to, to getting some results and reporting on them in the months ahead. We do too. Thanks for having me as well. We have 368 total responses so far. Only 23 employers, so we need we need some more. All right, there we go. So the call goes out to employers. <laughs> all right, then Wayne Tomorrow engages our community in a powerful network of people all pulling together toward a shared vision of prosperity and opportunity for everyone. The Wayne Tomorrow podcast is dedicated to sharing the story of this county-sponsored community-based collaboration which focuses on the projects, resources, and infrastructure needed to move Wayne County, its people, its culture, and its economy into a vibrant future. The program is produced by the Wayne County Commissioners. You can listen to this podcast, sign up for our monthly newsletter, get involved, and learn more at waynetomorrow.com. Send us your feedback at waynetomorrow at waynecountypa.gov. We'd love to hear from you. I'm your host, Mickey Usups. Thanks for listening. And count on me.